The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your host, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow! And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Clean flicker to get the night started. Downfield looking for Godwin. Into his hands. And guess which dogs are barking first? Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. A national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Jake Fromm. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. He is at Fromm. Jake, puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented by our new partners over at Rectech. That's right, Rectech.com, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Go follow them on social media at Rectech underscore official on Twitter and Instagram. Check out their YouTube page. Tech, check out their Facebook channel. Unbelievable content. The best wood pellets, smokers, and grills on the market. I'm telling you right now, football season is right around the corner. You have got to go to rectech.com. They've got ultimate home gate bundles, ultimate tailgate bundles on sale to get you ready at home or in the parking lot for football season. Rectech.com. Go check them out. Huge news though, Jake. Big time news. Rectech is giving away possibly the biggest prize that we've ever given away. On this podcast. That's right. Jody Flanagan and Rectech, the whole team at Rectech, are giving away to one punt and pass listener an RT1250 Rectech wood pellet smoker, a grill cover, a 20 quart Rectech icer cooler, 80 pounds of ultimate blend wood pellets, and a rub and blend ultimate bundle. People, this is like a $2,000 package. It is the best smoker on the market. Rectech is giving one away to a punt and pass listener. All you have to do is give us your email address. It is as simple as that. Give us your email address, follow us and Rectech on social media, and you're automatically entered. So how do you enter? Go to puntandpass.com backslash contact. Puntandpass.com backslash contact, and you will get right into a name and email address submit button. Click submit. We'll get the email. We have the spreadsheet. Rectech picks a winner. This is the biggest giveaway we have ever done on Punt and Pass. Again, it's an RT1250 wood pellet smoker, a grill cover, a 20-quart Rectech icer cooler, 80 pounds of pellets, and a Rectech blend and rub sauce packet. It's unbelievable. 
puntandpass.com backslash contact. Super easy to enter. This is running up into the first week of college football. So September the 3rd is when we select a winner. RecTech's also doing a huge activation at the Chick-fil-A College Football Kickoff Classic. Georgia versus Oregon. They'll be back out there for Georgia Tech against Clemson on that Monday night. You'll be able to smell them if you're walking around outside the stadium. They'll be in between Centennial Olympic Park and Mercedes-Benz Stadium. RecTech coming on big time as a brand new presenting sponsor of the Punt and Pass podcast. Excuse me. This contest is huge. Follow RecTech on social media at RecTech underscore official. RecTech.com, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. This is huge, Jake. I mean, what's up, RecTech? What a massive, massive giveaway to kick off the college football season. How are you, my man? Dude, huge giveaway. Uh, I'm pumped about it. That's a that's a fantastic combo. Now, that's not like no your question. everyday small smoker. I mean, that's a that's a big time deal. So uh, excited about that, and uh, man, excited about college football. Let's Me go, too. man. Let, Me let's too. it's if it happens tomorrow, that'd be that'd be fantastic. But we'll be there soon enough. I know. Two short weeks away. Week zero is at the end of next week. I checked out the schedule. It's okay. I mean, nothing to scream home about. But if you're in the state of Georgia, high school football is currently on the TV right now, so you can get your fill of football while you're at home. Week zero is next week, and then week one, man, it's going to hit you right in the mouth. Some huge games. The AP Top 25 poll came out this week. We'll touch on that in three and out. We'll also talk about buy or sell some teams up and down that top 25. But man, shout out to RecTech. That is huge. We'll continue to tell you how that contest giveaway is going on. But it's time for the team meeting. It's our new segment kicking off these episodes, season six of Punt and Pass. What an awesome turnout we had last Friday night for our season six kickoff. We welcome Jake Fromm as the new co-host of the Punt and Pass podcast. We were at Truck and Tap in Alpharetta. If you came out, thanks so much. Huge shout out to Dan Matthews, our producer, and the entire team from Podcast Park who helped us out. Uh, thought it was great. Jake, you're a celeb still, so that's really, really cool. <laughs> I appreciate you <laughs> getting into the fold. You know, I was thinking about it when I was driving home. I was like, dude, first podcast, we just threw him into the fire on a live show. You did awesome. I got a lot of great feedback as well. They said, hey, Jake was great. We're really Sweet. interested in his fresh perspective. So how was it for you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. You know, didn't really know kind of what to expect. You know, just say, hey, show up, man. Let's, let's start going. Uh, really cool atmosphere there at the Truck and Tap. Yeah, uh, got everybody, you know, you tell when you said something cool, you know, everybody to look back, kind of yell, you know, give you, you know, a few high fives or whatnot. It was, it was pretty fun, uh, neat environment. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned last week, because you hadn't started yet, that you were going back to school. You're finishing up your finance <laughs> degree at Georgia. Well, that has officially started. We're taping <laughs> this on a Wednesday night. Uh, what is life like back on campus in Athens? Are you still a huge celebrity or have people forgotten about you now that Stetson oh, man. won a championship? <laughs> uh, it was uh, really weird. I mean, any like autograph some... requests today? No, no, okay. no autograph requests. Um, yeah, man, you could tell just kind of like walking through the building, you know, like you got like a few double takes. So like in passing, you know, like people were just like, wait, wait a minute. What? Um, but uh, no, it was cool to be back. Uh, it would be a fun semester. Sure enough. And man, hopefully I can get these grades right, man. You know, stay bowl eligible. 
Yeah, yes, eligible. <laughs> we probably need to check. You do have a little bit of eligibility. Like, you know, I don't know if that's even allowed yet, but uh, we won't start those discussions here on the podcast. Any class that you're particularly worried about? Do we need to give a professor a specific shout out? Uh, what's it looking like? I know you're probably still in the syllabus session. Yeah, right now. still, still in the syllabus, uh, you know, kind of phase. Uh, it was really neat. You know, two of my professors basically said, hey, look, it's still like syllabus, syllabus week. Don't worry about showing up on Friday. Uh, cool. So that's sweet. You know, got a couple of days off there. So, um, you know, we'll see too, uh, still too soon to tell, you know, which ones are going to give us trouble, but uh, there's a couple uh, group projects. That's always a good sign for your boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. I mean, what I think will be fascinating. I can't wait to get your feedback throughout this semester. You were playing football when you were in school. So your mindset's totally different. Like oh, yeah. leading up to a big game week, think about in November, hopefully you're still here. If you get called by yeah. an NFL team, I mean, we all understand Punting passes, getting the big deuces. We'll, we'll see you later. But, you know, energy on campus will be different. You'll be in the classroom with these kids. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what that is like while you're taking serious classes inside Terry College of Business at UGA. Yeah. Um, all the while, you know, getting ready for midterms. I mean, yeah. this is pretty big time, dude. We'll, we'll, you know what? We'll help you out. We'll ask our listeners to maybe crowdsource some homework for you. Love we'll it. Figure it out. Great. We'll make it as easy on we'll you. We'll make as it a, possible. you know, if we can make it a, you know, a secret group effort, that'd be fantastic. You know, everybody kind of pitch in, you know, to the, to the pot and it'd be all be good. I love that. You know, I mentioned it on last week's episode. My dad went back to school. We would always yeah. rib on him. He's 56 years old. He was having classes with, football players and i told that i said dude i heard you got caught cheating he's like what do you mean i said i heard one football player you were sitting next to in class wrote i don't know as an answer and dad got caught cheating because he answered i don't know either (laughs) Uh, stupid joke (laughs) stupid joke sorry about that but um yeah dude we're fired up for you we're all cheering you on you know we want good grades there is a absolutely gpa minimum for the punt and pass podcast. So we'll be keeping tabs on it. Maybe we'll like read your progress reports out live. We'll, we'll see if it only, if they're good, you know, if they're, you know, kind of on, you know, on not up the par level, then, uh, you know, we'll make, keep it secret, but uh, we're doing, Hey, if we're doing well now, I'll be the first to tell you. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I'm fired up for that. We'll, uh, we'll definitely keep tabs on that. So again, thanks so much for coming out. If you were out, at Truck and Tap and Alpharetta on Friday night for the season six kickoff show. We got a lot of great feedback. People are asking, hey, are you going to be doing more of those throughout the season? And if the opportunity presents itself, absolutely we will. We had a blast. We love getting to hang out with y'all, do a live podcast, have a couple of cold pops afterwards, talk college football, and get to know the greatest audience in the world of college football podcasts. No doubt. So we appreciate everybody there the other big question i kept getting on social media i got texts about it i got calls about it uh, i got tons of tweets about it was where is aaron murray so we'll just touch on it real quick okay i want to do jake right and welcome you professionally and authentically to be the new co-host of the podcast because people are like wow this is awesome jake from uh, sec champion rose bowl champion sugar bowl champion only player in the media only person in the media who's played for kirby so we love that Uh, But Aaron is moving on to another podcast. Um, Him and I were in discussions with another network to move punt and pass over to that network. And I got squeezed out at the very last second. Uh, It was a little bit of a shock to me. Uh, I wasn't kept up to date on what was happening for whatever reason that was. But at the very last second, I was told that um, Aaron was wanted and I was not. So he went on to uh, another new venture. I'm sure that'll be announced here in the coming days, if it's not announced by the time that you're listening to this podcast, 
a little bit caught off guard. Um, but what's crazy is that while I was wallowing, I don't know if that's the right word, but confused, um, I just got back to work and I made a few phone calls and I said, you know what? I wonder what Jake Fromm is doing. And the person I called literally said, I have a call with Jake Fromm this afternoon. So things happen for a reason. There's that's no good. doubt about it. Um, I'll also be on the radio in Atlanta on Thursday mornings, 9 to 11 on the Steakhouse with Steak Shapiro, which would be really cool. So if you're in the Atlanta area, be sure to tune in. But I'm so fired up that Jake is here, that you're available. And again, we all know. That if an NFL team comes calling, Jake, um, we appreciate your service to punt and pass, but you're not going anywhere. All we ask for is good communication. And That's I know right. that you will be Absolutely. giving that to us. But great, great feedback from everybody who listened to episode one. You know, that's what we do here in the team meeting. We we tell you what's going on. Jake's telling us how his classes are going. I'm giving you a little <laughs> bit of an update as well. So with that being said, let's dive right in to three and out and get into the meet of this episode of Punt Pass. First down, Jake, the preseason top 25 poll was released earlier this week. Not really too many surprises. Alabama, shocker, number one in the preseason poll, I think for the ninth time. Really, really remarkable. I mean, what Nick Saban has built there speaks for itself. We said it last week, best player on offense, Bryce Young, best player on defense, Will Anderson. We didn't even talk about Jameer Gibbs, the running back transfer from Georgia Tech. He's like 30 to one on the Heisman boards. They're stacked up and down. Ohio State, number two, Georgia, number three, Clemson, four, Notre Dame, five, six SEC teams in the preseason top 25. Out of those top five teams, I'm kind of surprised Notre Dame's there. I think there's a lot of question marks. Clemson's still a bunch of question marks with DJU at that quarterback position. But the top three, I mean, this is what college football is now these days, Jake. It is your usual suspects who are competing for a national championship. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the top three, I think there's going to be those three, you know, that's like, you know, tier one for sure. Like those guys are up there. And then, you know, like you said, that tier two, you know, kind of a couple question marks there, you know, really curious, you know, as the season uh, progresses, you know, who stays, who jumps up into tier two, who leaves, you know, tier two, um, you know, as we, you know, see a couple games in, uh, like you said, Clemson, Notre Dame, you know, we'll see. I, I think Texas A&M, they're definitely in that tier two, mm-hmm. uh, but they're going to need a uh, good QB play. Um, and let's see if Michigan can have another, you know, good season like they did last year too as well. I, I'm pretty high on Michigan heading into the year. I think they can compete. I think they've kind of got that build now like they did last year with a really solid defense and that kind of predictable offense that can continue to move the ball mm-hmm. and control games. So who knows what they look like heading in late to the season for the big game against Ohio State. Obviously, that will have huge Big Ten championship implications. Texas A&M, you mentioned them, certainly tier two. They're preseason ranked number six. I did not know this. They finished last season outside of the top 25. Think about all the noise that they made. They upset Alabama. They finished the season outside of the top 25 preseason this year. Number six, a lot of expectations in College Station for Jimbo Fisher, of course, they got to figure out the quarterback position. Is Max Johnson going to start? Is Haynes King going to start? Kentucky, number 20, Jake. You know me. I-, I love to chirp Kentucky. First time <laughs> in the Basketball preseason school. top 25. That's right. First time <laughs> Kentucky's in the preseason top 25 for football since 1978. So a ton, wow. a ton of expectations for Kentucky. Ooh. No wonder Coach Cal 
had to chirp Mark Stoops and get the basketball team back in the headlines. Yeah, huh? That's right. That's right. You know, you know, you mentioned it, the expectations. I, I, I'm, this will be like a serious case study to see, you know, before Kentucky, no expectations, you know, but they like secretly won nine to 10 games like the last yeah. couple of years, you know, and then, all right, Hey, you're supposed to be a good team. You got a lot of expectations, you know, what are you going to do? So that's curious to watch as well. You know, I got, got to get quarterback. Uh, we'll just see how they go. You know, yeah. it'd be fun to want to watch. I, I totally agree. There's always a big like argument point. Do preseason polls matter? And, and to a point they do, because where you start, certainly people will look back on Compare it to yep. comparing there. There's no question about it. So for a team like Kentucky to be ranked 20th, that definitely plays into their favor. Oregon uh, going outside the SEC ranked 11th in the preseason poll. So you're looking at a number three Georgia taking on a number 11 Oregon in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game Saturday, September the 3rd. The other big time matchup in week one is Ohio State against Notre Dame. That's a top five matchup, three versus five, much like how Georgia was against Clemson a year ago. Some notables in this top 25, though. Tennessee in the AP poll, not in the top 25. That was surprising to me. They're getting a ton of love, a lot of expectations around the offensive side of the ball, Hendon yep. Hooker, Josh Heupel. Will they be quote unquote unstoppable? Some people are saying Auburn is not in the top 25 either. I'm a little bit more bullish on Auburn heading into 2022. Obviously your brother plays there. We touched on that last week. Yep. And then I want to get your thoughts on all three of these schools that are not in the top 25, but no LSU either. The first time since 2000, that's Nick Saban's first year at LSU that the Bayou Bengals have not been in the preseason top 25. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily a great start, you know, for uh, coach Brian Kelly's, you know, uh, first camp, but Hey, you know, it is what it is. It's just, it's where you start. It's not where you finish, but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, you know, not exactly sure. Uh, Tennessee, uh, you know, I, I, I like them. I really do. Yeah. I, I don't think they're unstoppable by any no, means, no doubt. you know, <laughs> but um, I think they're a good enough team. You know, I, I'm looking at it now, and one we didn't mention was Cincinnati back down to 23. You know, I mean, they lost a lot of guys, but uh, we'll see kind of, you know, if they're back, you know, to that, you know, top 10 range, you know, uh -huh. like they were this past season. So, you know, a lot of fun stuff to see and, and check out and find out. Yeah, those group of five teams like a Cincinnati, I mean, you know yeah. what you have to do. You can't mess up. You have can't to win every single game if you want to make nope. it to the college football playoff. Remember a year ago, they went into South Bend and beat Notre Dame, yep. and that was the chip that they could hold the last week of the season when they won the American Athletic Conference and said, we deserve to be in. You know what? Uh, they did deserve to be in, as far as I'm concerned. Oklahoma State really botched it by not winning the Big 12 championship when they had a play yep. late in the game to beat Baylor and make it into the college football playoff. One more noteworthy statistic of the AP preseason top 25. No Florida, no Florida State for the first time since 1974. That is different, right? No wow. Florida in the top 25 preseason poll. No Florida State in the top 25 preseason poll. First time since 1974. So a lot of firsts. Now here's what really kind of, I would love your perspective on this from inside the locker room. When you have a core group of guys, I know Napier's new there, mm -hmm. uh, Anthony Richardson, they're going to have to see just how that coaching style matches up with that roster. Quite a bit of turnover yep. in Gainesville, but I'm more so thinking about Tennessee, Auburn, and LSU. Not being in the top 25, having that chip on your shoulder, kind of climbing uphill all season long, I think it almost makes a tighter knit group in the locker room all throughout fall camp, all throughout the offseason. People are counting us out. We need to work hard. Let's go prove them wrong. Am I right there? 
Yeah, I, I would definitely say so. Now, I, I say this humbly. I, I can't speak of experience there. Yeah, you know, but I would, you know, think so, you know, that absolutely, you know, they'd be determined, Hey, you know, it's kind of us versus the world. Let's go prove them wrong, prove the haters wrong. And yeah. Hey, go out and ball and, and man, and see how far we can climb this thing. No question. I mean, you know, having that mentality uh, is oftentimes dangerous because when you have nothing to lose, you can kind of throw inhibition to That's the win, get into the playbook, trust your guys, uh, coaches start trusting their players and yep. it gets to be pretty fun, especially when you win a game, maybe that you shouldn't um, right. and you guys had some of that experience in that 2017 run when you were just yeah. chipping off teams, chipping off teams, start yep. climbing the rankings, people start believing and buying in. Um, right. And when uncle Mo starts swinging in your favor in college football, that is certainly tough to disregard. So nothing too crazy about the AP top 25. We of course have to touch on it, but we'll see how things shake up after week one, because a couple of teams in the top 15 are going to lose as they are matched up against other ones. Hey, hey Drew, I got one, one. I got one more note here. All right, Please. so in the uh, coaches poll, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. Texas got a vote for number one, right? And then yeah. you know they don't they don't show up here in the uh, uh, AP poll. So just so think just, about yeah. that. I mean, now, now <laughs> I know how the coaches there. poll works. Like yeah. an SID, a sports information director, is out there yeah. with his pen, filling yeah. it in and mailing it or emailing it across. Was there a typo? I, I have no idea. But to take Texas and give them a number one ranking uh-huh. in the coaches poll preseason, that seems a bit reckless. Uh, if I were being completely, completely truthful. Who knows? They did have a couple of big time injuries, starters out for the season. That's always a huge bummer. That's deflating. But Steve Sarkeesian, you know, those year two coaches, a lot can be said for coaches heading into year two. Um, We've seen it firsthand. We know something about that. Yeah, we absolutely do. So who knows? Will that happen in the SEC? There's a lot of those storylines. Josh Heupel, Brian Harson. Who knows? Who can make a lot of noise. All right, let's go to second down. Miles Brennan, LSU quarterback, walks away from football. A lot of news about this over the past week. That's right. Before the season even starts, he says, you know what? I'm done. He's stepping away from the game. Keep in mind, Miles Brennan was the starting quarterback for LSU in the COVID shortened season of 2020. He started the first three games, got injured, was out for the rest of the season, missed all of 2021 due to an arm injury during a fishing accident before preseason camp last year. So obviously uh, kind of bitten by the injury bug there. Now everybody's pointing to his NIL deals. He's signed a lot of NIL deals. And if you know anything about the laws of NIL, if you sign a deal, it cannot be contingent on performance. So that money is guaranteed, but he graduated in May of 2021. So who knows what he's going to do next? I'd love your take on this entire storyline, obviously, they've got Nussmeyer, they've got Jaden Daniels, Miles Brennan probably looking at being the third-string quarterback and said, hey, you know what, maybe this isn't for me anymore. Tough time to do it. A lot of public backlash, so to say. But uh, you know what, some guys just know this isn't for me anymore. I want something new. Yeah, I mean, which I, I completely understand. You know, so kind of different for me here. I have a personal relationship with Miles. Uh, me okay. and Miles, uh, we met back in high school when we were doing the, you know, elite 11 quarterback yeah. camp tour in high school. So, uh, we got to meet and actually became friends because we had the, you know, kind of common theme. We both love to hunt and fish, you know, going back to the fishing accident, you know, that he was in. So, oh, yeah. um, I've been, I've been rooting for miles, you know, from afar and, uh, you know, man, he's a great, awesome guy. So I, you know, I kind of hate the way his, uh, you know, just kind of his career hadn't really got those chances and, you know, it just sucks, you know, but, 
Um, what's different about playing quarterback than playing receiver, or, you know, DB or something like that. You know, there's only one quarterback, you know, and, you know, you can have three, four, five, you know, receivers out, you know, and then again time. So it's just tough, but, you know, I, I, I hope to see, you know, him move on and do successful things. Uh, but back to the NIL stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, Hey, I mean, look, he, he signed it, you know, that was on them, you know, it's, it's, Hey, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I, to that, I would say good for him. <laughs> hundred percent. I mean, I mean they, no they, 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 they created this monster. You know, how, how can you go back and then take it out on the kid, you know, again, you know, it obviously miles isn't a kid, you know, miles is a young man, but you can't, you know, take it out on them. You know, I a hundred percent agree with you. There's no doubt. I didn't even think about you guys having a personal relationship. Think about his career journey though. I mean, on the yeah. team in 2019, one of the greatest college football teams of yep. all time behind Joe Burrow, uh, then obviously they have a lot of hype heading into 2020. COVID happens. The world starts spinning backwards. He gets injured. Coach O gets fired. Transition on the coaching staff. Yep. New guys come in. I mean, there is so much that goes on behind the scenes than from oh, yeah. what people read about or what people see about mentally, physically, um, on your family, on you, on your academics. It is exhausting. Now, I'm not saying like poor Miles Brennan. I'm just saying there is more to the story than a kid who's like, you know what? I'm just done playing football. Been through injuries, seen it all, kind of done it all, fighting an uphill battle, not going to see much playing time, presumably. Maybe he's still not 100% on the health scheme. He's like, you know what? I'm ready for something new. Is he going to go into coaching? I mean, who knows what he's going to go into? Uh, but credit to him. I, I mean, I think it takes a lot for somebody to step away and say, I'm going to give this opportunity to somebody else. My heart's not in it. I'm not willing to kind of put the fight up for the rest of the season and sacrifice the things that a quarterback needs to much more than what a punter would need to <laughs> throughout a season. I mean, I hope that people aren't naive to that fact. Yeah. I, look, I can completely agree to that fact. Look, you know, if, why, you know, for miles, why take away a scholarship, you know, from somebody else, somebody else who, you know, earn it, you know, earns it, deserves it, you know, that, that whole thing, you know, then, you know, just kind of going through the motions. Um, and like you said, your heart's not in it. So kind of kudos for him. Um, uh, glad he made a few NIL deals, you know, while it was available for him and, yeah. uh, man, I hope to see him out in the water and catch a few fish with him one day. There you go. Let him know that he has the opportunity to clear the air right here on the punt and pass podcast. Come on, I'll tell us know. what's going on, dude. I mean, we'd love to let him kind of tell everybody, here's what happened, man. You know, I'm staying around the program. I got to know coach. Ke I thought Brian Kelly's statement about miles was great. That's very telling. Mm -hmm. Um, if those guys didn't like miles, then they wouldn't be making the effort to get those statements out and right. help his image go. This is yeah. a good, kid he's just making a personal decision yeah. um i'll be interested to see what he's up to because i would imagine that he's not just like throwing football to the complete wayside right but jake from our new co-host right here on punt and pass little insider we'll get the tips on <laughs> what's going on with mr miles brandon but we obviously wish him the best right here at punt and pass the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. 
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Okay, before we get to third down, we got to go back to our presenting sponsor, Rectech. Rectech, wood pellets, smokers, and grills. Rectech.com, that's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Go there right now. Check out the ultimate home gate slash tailgate bundles. Everything that you could possibly need to win the weekends this fall. I'm sure there's tons of pressure on you at home to make sure that your Saturdays and Sundays are extra tasty. These Rectech, the technology that's in the Rectech is absolutely unmatched. You got to check them out on social media at Rectech underscore official on Twitter and Instagram. Great YouTube page, unbelievable Facebook page. I was on their Facebook page, like watching their content, like really, really good content, Jake. I'm telling you right now, I'm fired up to get our Rectech smokers going this fall. And if you're listening right now, you have the opportunity to win a Rectech of your own. That's right. Rectech giveaway going on on punt and pass for the next two and a half weeks. Here's what you get. You get a Rectech RT1250 wood pellet smoker. You get a grill cover for that smoker. You get a 20-quart Rectech icer cooler, 80 pounds of ultimate blend wood pellets, and a rub and sauce ultimate blend bundle. People, this is it. Largest giveaway we've ever done on Punt and Pass. How do you enter? Puntandpass.com backslash contact. Puntandpass.com backslash contact. You fill out that very, very easy information, name and email address. We will do the rest. I'll put that link up on our social media. I'll put that link up on our YouTube page. It will be everywhere. It will be very easy for you to enter. Again, thank you, Rectech. Go follow them and follow Jody Flanagan at BBQ Dad Jody. Unreal content. I like following these guys. Rectech.com. I might just, I mean, I could use an extra Rectech. I might just uh, put my name in there as well. And see I can't, I can't wait to try out a few recipes. You know what I mean? Dude, no doubt. No doubt. Puntandpass.com backslash contact to sign up for that giveaway. Third down. Let's do a little buy or sell. Okay. I'm going to name a couple of teams. You tell me if you're buying them or if you're selling them heading in to the 2022 season. Again, week zero is next week. We're still doing some previews. I'm going back to that top 25 poll, Jake. I've got three teams here that we're going to dive into, buy or sell. The first one being the Southern Cal Trojans. They are the winners of the offseason from multiple different fronts. New coaching hire, unexpectedly, uh, who they got, of course winning the transfer portal with some huge names preseason ranked number 14 Lincoln Riley of course their new head coach they got him in the middle of the night to leave Oklahoma and head out to the big 12 Caleb Williams the quarterback from Oklahoma who unseated Spencer Rattler he transfers to USC during the offseason as well something that we've really never seen before Jake a starting quarterback at a premier program in the country Oklahoma just saying you know what nope I'm out I'm going with my former head coach to Southern Cal. They also get Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison was the best wide receiver in college football last year, won the Bolitnikoff Award, was at Pitt, set all the records in the world 
he oh, had to come back because he's not even eligible for the draft yet. And he says, you know what? Peace out. I'm going to Southern Cal as well. Unbelievable. Tons of hype in LA. Here's my thought, Jake. Like the LA Rams spending all that money, man. Crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. And they are spending some of that NIL money. Look up <laughs> those headlines as well. But what we haven't seen in college football yet and there really hasn't been an opportunity for it to happen. It's like a super team before him. You see it in the yeah. NBA. You see NFL teams with some cap space trying to make these moves as well. Well, USC has done it for all intents and purposes. They have created a super team. New coach, new high-profile players on the offensive side of the ball. Not too bad on defense. The Pac-12 is ripe for the taking. I'm selling USC. I think there's just going to be question marks abound. I don't know how they're going to be able to satisfy these offensive players and keep them happy. Um, but what I think is this, I think it's just too new, too fast. I know the PAC 12 is young. It's there for the, t- I mean, Utah is probably a team that USC will have to get past Oregon. If they play Georgia close, they're going to have a lot of love later on in the season, but Jake, I'm just not sold. I'm not sold that this can happen in college football this fast. So for that reason, I'm selling Southern Cal. Uh, see, I would have to be the exact opposite, and okay. I'm buying. All right, I was told not to make lists. That's like the worst thing to do when you're doing this, but I'm going to make a list. All right, I make, I, I'm doing we this. We welcome all right. lists at Pass. <laughs> we go against the grain at Pass. I'm, I'm buying USC because, one, of their conference, okay? Two, I, I just I don't think that, you know, the Pac-12 is all that, you know, I, yeah. I just think, you know, it's just easier for them to do what they want to do in that conference, you know? Um, two, I'm a big fan of Caleb Williams. Uh, when I was actually in college, uh, he was recruited, um, obviously, to Georgia, and I got to throw with him. I think he's a very talented passer. I think he's got a great head on his shoulders. Um, and I just think he's just an awesome ball player. And then three, I, I, you know, Lincoln Riley's system, I don't think it's, is, you know, it's a very simple system. So I think he'd be able to implement it very fast. Uh, it's something that everyone will be able to understand and uh, basically be firing on all cylinders quicker. Mm-hmm. than they would otherwise. So I'm I'm actually kind of buying on them, and I, I think they'll be pretty successful, you know, okay. relative to the West Coast and, you know, not necessarily SEC football. I don't, you know, I don't see them going head-to-head with Alabama or Georgia anytime soon, but for out West and what they're doing, I, I think they're going to have a good season. I'm looking at their schedule right now. As of right now, they have two ranked teams on their schedule. At Utah, Dude. October the they're 15th, set up, Utah. set up for success. I know. Utah is preseason ranked number seven, so they're a top 10 team. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, Cam Rising is a very good quarterback. He's back at Utah. And the season finale, home versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame, obviously, preseason so they, ranked they number have, five. You know, they, look, they got Utah. You know, that's going to be a tough one, obviously. But they have all year to prepare for the final game yeah. to play Notre Dame. They'll, yeah, they'll be getting ready. I'm also seeing that you can go to the USC versus Rice game for $31. So if you're in L.A., <laughs> um, go look for some change inside your couch and go watch. Uh, go that, ran- watch. that random cup holder, you know, that designated cup holder you have in your truck, you know, yeah. that's like, hey, yeah. this is my, my you know, coin change, you know, cup holder. That one. Go pick that one up. So th- think about this. Keaton Slovis and Jackson Dart were their two quarterbacks a year ago. Just gone. Keaton Slovis at Pitt now. Jackson Dart at Ole Miss. Caleb Williams comes in from Oklahoma. It's wow. Is is Caleb from California? I forget where he's from. I need to look. I, at I think the, he um, was from like the D- the Washington D.C. area. Okay, you would. Know I think. Now don't hold, don't don't hold that. Don't hold me to that. But I believe so. Yeah, uh, it's just here. I see him right here, Washington D.C. Good job, oh, Jake Fromm. You go. know what you're talking about. So you're That's buying Southern my Cal. Homework. 
I'm selling Southern Cal. They did lose their two top running backs from a year ago, so I think that's going to make them heavily dependent not on the passing the games. They're not running the ball. They are not <laughs> running the ball. I just think they lose a game they shouldn't lose. Maybe they lose to Utah in Utah and Salt Lake. Uh, I'm selling right now. It's an unpopular take, but I think I'll be proven correct. Next, buy or sell. We're going for a conference. It's the Big 12. Are we buying or selling the Big 12 heading into 2022 preseason rankings? Oklahoma, number nine. Brent Venables, the new coach there. They had to fire that wide receivers coach who's been there for 20-plus years right before the season. Baylor is ranked number 10, defending conference champions. Oklahoma State, ranked number 12. So the top three teams packaged right there at the backside of the top 10, front side of the top 15. Could the Big 12 threaten for a college football playoff spot this year? Now, remember, last year, Oklahoma State win and essentially you're in. in. Yeah, winning in. And they had a play at the end of the game my great friend Sean McDonough has an all-time call for ESPN where they did, like, it looked like an inside round. He bounced it outside, stretched for the pylon. He was short. Baylor wins. Oklahoma State, you are not in the college football playoffs. So think about those three teams. I don't really see many others sneaking up on them, making a big run inside the Big 12, but this is a conference that's taken a bunch of hits. Texas and Oklahoma are on their way out. They're, of course, welcoming the likes of Houston, BYU, Cincinnati, and Central Florida. Yeah, This could be a good opportunity for Big 12 to say, we're here to stay, um, but I don't see it. I got to sell the Big 12 as well. I I would hate to agree with you on this one, but I, I'm selling. I think you know I, I'm I think Oklahoma will have a good season, but I think it'll be the same scenario as what happened this past season, where one of those three teams is having a good year, you know they're win and they're in, mm-hmm. and then you know a hiccup will happen in like those last two to three weeks, and then it's like ah well you know we figured this, and then you know kick them out, and then you know on to you know whoever that fourth team will be, but. I think they'll be close down to the wire and, you know, something will happen and they'll get kicked out. And a team we didn't even talk about because they're not in the AP top 25 poll, but they did get one first place vote in the coaches poll are the Texas Longhorns. Now, Texas is ranked 18th in the coaches poll. They have a huge game in week two where they are hosting Alabama. That game's at noon. Okay. So 11 a.m. local kick in Austin. Alabama will still be number one in the nation as they head out to Daryl K Royal stadium. I think that's what it's called. Um, And that will be on September the 10th at noon on Fox. I mean, if they play them close, I guess they're launching for a successful 2022, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about Texas. I know Quinn Ewers is there. I know Sark's going into his second season. I know people like Sark there. I mean, they're buying in to Sark in Austin they have a tough sled ahead of them for sure, especially early on in the season. And then they play West Virginia, Oklahoma. Of course, that's the neutral site game. Uh, it's 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 so tempting to say because Sark, you know, you know, has his ties to Alabama, you know, that you know, oh, you know, they they have a chance, or you know, they they'll know Alabama. Good thought. Look, I didn't even man, think about that. Like Alabama, for whatever they always do a great job of just starting fast at the beginning of the year, and mm-hmm. so I, I don't I don't see it, you know, happening any different. 
I think that's one of the biggest signs of a truly successful team, a very good team, a very good program. You and I talked about it last week when we did our kind of short preview on Georgia versus Oregon when we were wrapping up the season six kickoff. I said, you know, I would just expect a slower start for Georgia. I, I just would. Neutral site game, defending national champions, playing their former defensive coordinator. I just think it's going to be a slow start. That's not to say Georgia's going to play bad. I just think it's going to be a slow start, and maybe it will be a closer game than what you think. But what you don't see Alabama do year after year is start slow in week one. They beat the shit out of teams. I mean, they beat Miami by like 40 points a year ago. They beat, you know, all the Chick-fil-A games they've been in. It's like a no contest, just absolute wipe the floor with the competition. This year they get to start slow, then they go to Texas, and that's like their true week one game. I tell you, hold on, I tell you what, there's one caveat to this. All right, I remember then they played Duke in a Chick Fil A kickoff game. Yeah, and it, and was, it was two and years it was, ago, and it was close at halftime. And then you know the second half, completely different story. But that's the only time that I remember where it was close, remotely. So- so what I mean, what is that? Is that just great talent where you just dominate? Because usually they just run the ball right down people's throats and it's like, oh, well, we win. We're yeah. going to win the trenches. It's done. Or is it like really, really good preparation and scheme on the coaching staffs? I'm sure Nick Saban is so bananas that he has those coaches scouting Utah State as soon as that college football playoff game was done in January. Or certainly they've been scouting Texas. But it's like you can't expect them to mess up in week one. They just don't. Yeah, no, his, his, their plan is so fine-tuned in the, their system and the way they they practice and the way they prepare, and it's so fine-tuned. I mean, they got it down, I mean, not to the day, but to the hour, you know, of of just the big picture. And and so, I mean, that's that's why. And then there's a mentality and a physicality and a toughness they that they practice with. And, and when they come out of camp, I, I think they're just, I mean, their bodies are just ready to roll week one. They are. Um, they really are. It's been proven <laughs> ready to go over time. That will be an awesome game, though, in week two. So, Big 12, I think you're selling at the moment. If there selling is a coach. caveat, it could be Texas. But, you know, you'd love to see Oklahoma State make some noise like they did a year ago. I don't know how Brent Venables is going to mesh with Oklahoma in year one. Those things just take time. So, Jake and I both selling the Big 12. Watch out for Texas, though. All right, last one in buy and sell. Buy or sell, excuse me. NC State. That's right. We're going to the ACC. How about NC State? AP preseason top 25 for the first time since 2003. They're ranked 13th right now, Jake. And here's the main reason why. Quarterback Devin Leary. Could the Wolfpack test Clemson in the ACC Atlantic Division? A year ago, Leary threw for almost 3,500 yards. 35 touchdowns. He set single season school touchdown record. He had a 65.7 completion percentage that ranks third in school history. Leary was selected as the media's choice for preseason ACC player of the year. If you have a great quarterback, you got a chance. And quite frankly, NC state has a chance. I'm buying the wolf pack. I think that would be great to see NC state make some noise in Raleigh. Yeah, uh, very interested to see this one as well. Obviously, you know, NC State has a great history, you know, with, uh, you know, good quarterbacks coming out of there. Russell uh, Wilson, Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. Yeah. A lot of Mike Glennon, uh, Mike former Glennon. teammate in That's New York. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll see. Somebody has to, you know, battle the bully Clemson in the ACC. I think they give them the best shot. Uh, I, I personally would not be surprised to see Clemson dethroned, you know, in the near future, maybe yeah. this year. Uh, I'll, I'll buy NC state as well. Okay. Man, I, I, I look, I think if you have a good quarterback, 
uh, you're set up for success. And, you know, all it takes is, you know, just a, a few plays and a big time game and Hey, you're in it, you know? So again, we'll I'm looking at this schedule. Um, I hate doing this, but there's nothing else to do right now. Because the season hasn't started <laughs> yet. Playing all these scenarios, you know, just... but at number four Clemson, they're not afraid of going to Clemson. They've beaten Clemson in the past when Clemson was world beaters. Then they have to turn around quickly and take on Florida state. I think Florida state will be a very interesting case study to see how they respond in 2022. Virginia tech. That's a night game at home though. Wake forest. Um, hopefully their quarterback, Sam Hartman is okay. It looks like he's dealing with some health issues right now but that game is at home as well and then they end the season at unc in chapel hill so you look at it and you go hey it is right there for the taking and the acc is certainly weak this year a lot of transition at quarterback a lot of transition all across the board nc state's in a good position with a coach that's been there and a quarterback who is the media's preseason choice for player of the year so we're both buying the wolf pack in the driver's seat just go win the big one that was third down um we need to think of what to do after three and out. We should like we should say, do we punt or do we go for it, right? So there should be something. Our listeners need to help us I'm out in. there. Yeah, this I'll is like a new that. segment. How do we segue into inside the five? Do we go for it? Do we punt? We'll have to think on that. We'll have to think like that. on that. But let's go inside the five. Um, usually, this is where we give our picks for the week. Again, there's no game on right now. So let's just chat about what's going on in the world. Right now, it's Wednesday night, almost 9 p.m., I'm watching this Braves game. They're down 4-0, bottom of the third, just coming out of a rain delay. Braves are on an absolute hot streak, though. Winners of eight in a row. They just beat the Mets twice. Hopefully they win again tonight. Uh, you will be able to tell us that once you listen to this podcast on Thursday morning. But get this. I heard this statistic this morning. Overnight, they signed Michael Harris, Harris the jun- junior, Michael Harris the second, uh, to an eight-year contract, $72 million or whatever it is. I think it could go up to 10 years and over $100 million. He's certainly earned it. He's 21 years old. That is awesome. Alex Anthopoulos, the Braves GM, who has put together an unbelievable roster. Obviously, they just won mm-hmm. the World Series a year ago. Listen to this statistic, Jake. Alex Anthopoulos has signed Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley, and Michael Harris the second all to contracts for a combined seven and a half million dollars less than Mike Trout's personal contract. That's Think crazy. About that. that is Think crazy. About all that talent that, that he has nuts. in long-term contracts for a combined seven and a half million dollars less than Mike Trout's personal contract. I'll say one thing about that. God bless Mike Trout's agent. That is a phenomenal <laughs> contract. That is a Good ton of money. <laughs> I cannot believe that that statistic is right, but it is true. Um, it's great to see the Braves get a core group of young players where this fan no base doubt. with a World Series in hand can go, let's go chase this thing for the next five, seven, ten years. Yeah. No, I the the Braves Twitter uh, released a graphic. You know, like you said, Austin Riley, Michael Harris the second. Those guys are through 2032. Matt Olson through 2030. Ronald Acuna, 2028. And then uh, Vaughn Grisham, 2028, Ozzie Albies, 2027, Spencer Trider, 2027, Will, uh, William Contreras, 2027, Kyle Wright, 2026, Max uh, Free, 2024, AJ Mitchell, 24. I mean, dude, they're loaded. I mean, they're for loaded. a while. I mean, this is crazy. What Let's did you go. think? What did you think about uh, Wilson Contreras um, using the narco song for his walk up? I think it's great. I mean, I don't <laughs> understand. Like that right there is great 
uh, chirping, you know, it's, it's swag. It's whatever you want to call it. I'm not afraid of Edwin Diaz and his viral uh-huh. walkout music. Yeah. It's so weird to me. And, and don't get me wrong. I think the walkout music's cool as hell. I love the content that they were posting, how fired up the Mets fans yeah. get inside city field, but it's like, they're acting like he's the only person in the league with walkout music. Like, am right. I missing something here? Yeah. No, uh, I look, you know, everybody does it. You know, it could be a little petty kind of back and forth. Is that like but... an unwritten rule of baseball? I never played baseball, so you're going to have to fill me in. Like, can you not do that? Because I thought it was clever, funny, uh-huh. witty, um, but they certainly did not. They, like, took offense to it. I'm like, dude, it's look, just a song. There, there's, look, baseball is one of those. It's kind of like the the PGA Tour, you know, in golf. You know, it's, yeah. you know, it, it, they're kind of a little bit left in the times a little bit with all these unwritten rules, you know. So, you know, uh, you know, sooner or later, we have to, you know, get with the times and, adapt and stuff but i mean i think it's fun to kind of go back and forth gives the you know fans you know like a little something to talk about and uh it keeps the guys you know a little chirped up and in it so i think it's fun all right um we'll see what happens braves just put one run on the board so it's four one now two outs bottom of the third we'll see what happens i think scherzer still is in. they just came out of the rain delay but um fun to watch super fun to watch this braves team a lot of baseball left like 40 plus games uh-huh. left in this season I can't imagine 162 game seasons, dude. It is a total grind. Uh, makes yeah. it all worth it though when you win a championship. Next piece of news that I saw last night, which was just hilarious. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, Jake, but Patrick Reed now with Live Golf has filed a lawsuit, a defamation lawsuit against Brandel Chambly and the Golf Channel for $750 million. <laughs> This legitimately reads right out of a Saturday Night Live skit. Um, Patrick Reed, for as I'm concerned, has brought this onto himself with his actions on the course, with how he carries himself with the media, defecting to live golf. He brings that criticism onto himself, turning around and suing the Golf Channel and Brandel Chambly, who I believe is one of the best analysts in all of TV across all sports, for $750 million is, quite frankly, hilarious that is the funniest thing ever do you have any thoughts here because i could keep going on and on about this i'd love to tell me i'd love you to tell me he has a chance of winning this lawsuit (laughs) no i like you sent me the outline you know for you know for the podcast and i i had to go and like read multiple articles because i did not believe you that that number was correct i mean this Look, that's that's a little ridiculous. Yeah, I went back. I you know I saw kind of the the clip that kind of started it all. Him brushing back the sand. Hey, look, you're out with your boys. You know who cares? But hey, man, you this is this is your job. This is your profession. Uh, you you gotta you know you gotta play by you know the right rules here. So, uh, I you know uh, this is a little ridiculous. Uh, I, he has no chance in my opinion. This is uh, unbelievable. His lawyer, by the way, too, I got this sent to me by my buddy Ryan Skates from the Poor Man's Game Notes. Go follow him at uh, the PMGN. This is about his attorney uh, named Larry Clayman. Uh, this is from Monday Q Info on Twitter. Larry Clayman is a pathologically litigious attorney and professional gadfly notorious for suing everyone. This is true. I don't even know what those words mean, but this is true. <laughs> suing everyone from Iran's supreme leader, to his own mother. His attorney has sued his own mother. So this is the kind of comedy that's coming out of this entire thing. But here's what I'll say. It's unfortunate that golf has gotten to this point where it's like lawyers are getting involved and suing people and defections and all of this crazy stuff that's going on. If the live players would just not say anything 
and let the PGA tour continue to fall to, over to itself, itself. Yeah. Um, they would be in a fine spot, but it's like, yeah. why are you doing anything? Like sit on your hands, don't do anything. And That's the public it. will decide who's right and who's wrong. Um, crazy though. Patrick Reed, former dog, former dog. Um, I, I Tanner Strickland, my former roommate at Georgia, 2007, he lived across the hall from Patrick Reed in East campus village. Nice. Note for you. Yeah. And then there he went go. over to a uh, fun fact of the day. A little fun fact. All right. Last thing. Um, we'll wrap this thing up. Have you been watching hard knocks at all? Do you have HBO? You watch the Detroit lions hard knocks. Dan Campbell is a psychopath. Their new head coach. <laughs> um, dude, they went first day of full pads in training camp, full tackle 11 on 11 to the ground tackling. I've never seen that in all my years of football. Um, he did for the defense first day of full pads to start practice 40 consecutive up downs. I was like, are we back in high school? What is going on? The lions are totally bought in though. Um, it's yeah. Crazy. I mean, look, have that, you, have, yeah, have you, you watched you can, it at all? I, I haven't watched any of the hard knocks, but I've been keeping up with kind of clips and, you know, kind of know, you know, kind of a little bit what's going on, but you know, the, just the buy-in is, you know, look, if you can get guys to buy in to, to the craziness and the madness, Hey, and you just have just a, a little bit of success. I mean, it just, it just rolls on top of each other and just keeps on going. But, you know, <laughs> as soon, as soon as you start, you know, not having the success that, you know, you dreamed about, it may get a little, a little off the rails quick. I totally agree with that sentiment. 100%. Cause you don't see that in NFL football. I mean, you know, that firsthand, like that is not how you handle day-to-day activity from a practice perspective. That's certainly not how you go about the start of training camp. You got to have is- the right vets. Too, he's so know? convicted in what he's saying. Like I'm oh, yeah. sitting on the couch with a glass of wine. I'm like, you know what? I kind of believe this guy. Like, like what he's saying. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm buying in while I'm sitting here. He's like, guys, yeah. I promise you, I have your best intentions. We will be better if we kick each other's asses every day at training camp. I'm like, you know what? He's right. I'm like, hey, I'm like, like, he's going to so do true. it. It's yeah. so crazy. His, his all time quote though, he was talking about grit, you know, we'll play you anywhere, anytime. I don't care what the field surface is. I don't care what the weather is. And he says, quote, I don't care if you have one ass cheek and three toenails, I will beat your ass. I go, this guy's awesome. I was like, this is awesome. crazy. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I saw that clip too. Died. That's awesome. Oh my God. Uh, and then the Manti Teo documentary just came out on Netflix. Um, I watched the first episode last night. The first episode is like a refresher of what all happened when he got uh-huh. catfished with a fake girlfriend. Yeah. But the second episode dives into like how it all happened and how it all went down. It is banana lands. It's crazy. I remember when that came out, it had to be 2012 or 13. Uh, my wife was working at the Today Show in New York City. And when that news broke, that it was all fake, like that was a big national news story, like big leading story. the Today Show, leading Good Morning America, Heisman hopeful, starting middle linebacker for Notre Dame, catfished about his fake girlfriend. Dude, this story is wild. And Manti Teo, to his credit, sat down, did the interview, like gave all the inside information Dude, it, I just tell you right now, if you have time to watch it, sit down with the wife. It is you'll be like, what the hell is going on in the world? It's crazy. I don't know if you've seen it yet or not. No, I, I saw the trailer and you know, you kind of hit on it a little bit. I mean, I, I'm just surprised, you know, the openness of you know Manti to you know sit down and say, hey, I, I'm going to do an interview about this, about like the you know the biggest yeah. you know blow up mistake, you know embarrassment of my entire life, and I'm going to you know put it on a platter for everybody to watch. You know, so, yeah. Hey, you know, kudos to him, you know, for doing that. I, you know, we think and let's they go watch even it, got, I guess. Uh, Jack Swarbick, Notre Dame's athletic director, like sitting down talking about it. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Uh, another thing, too, which I think is uh, good to bring up to you. Maybe you had a similar experience. He wanted to go to Southern Cal. 
initially I think had committed or told his dad he wanted to commit, you know, from Hawaii, mm-hmm. a lot of Hawaiian yeah. influence at Southern Cal, yeah. Pete Carroll coming over there and recruiting him. This is at the, the height of Southern Cal. I mean, this is when mm-hmm. they're a really, really good football team. And he was like, I just, it didn't sit right with me. He's like, I prayed about it. I prayed about it. Something told me to go to Notre Dame. And they had the cameras at his commitment. And like, dude, he commits to Notre Dame. No celebration, no smile, puts the hat on, signs the letter of intent. Family's kind of looking around like, what's going on? Like, you could just tell. He was like, I don't know what came over me to make that decision. In the end, it was the right decision. But you look at it and you're like, holy cow, that is wild how that happened. Because I know you were committed to Alabama. And then when Cody went to Georgia, uh, you went to Georgia and and followed him, which obviously was the right decision as well. No doubt. But yeah, no, I, I've definitely seen a, a few of those recruitment videos uh, go 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 the wrong way, you know, yeah. like you mentioned. And yeah, uh, yeah, mom, mom's not happy. Like, wait a minute, this is not what we talked about in the car riding over here, you know? Yeah, South Bend's a little different than Honolulu. I, I can assure you of that. For well, sure. This has been uh, an awesome episode. Uh, Jake, getting the hang of things, number two in the books. Huge shout out to our presenting sponsor, Rectech Wood Pellets, Smokers, and Grills absolutely the best on the market rectech.com r-e-c-t-e-q.com go check them out they've got the ultimate tailgate and home gate bundles on sale right now to get you ready for football season to make sure that your weekends are the tastiest that they have ever been check out the website they've got accessories they've got grills they've got pellets they've got rubs and spices they've got recipes they have got it all rectech.com follow them on social media at Rectech underscore official on Instagram and Twitter. Follow our guy Jody Flanagan at BBQ Dad Jody. Again, Rectech giving away the biggest giveaway that we've ever done on Punt and Pass. What is it? It's an RT1250 Rectech wood pellet smoker. You get the grill cover with it. You get a 20 quart Rectech icer cooler. You get 80 pounds of ultimate blend wood pellets from Rectech and that rubs and spices bundle. People, this is it puntandpass.com backslash contact. Fill out the email information. We will aggregate all the emails and pick a winner before the kickoff game. Rectech has a big activation. Chick-fil-A kickoff classic weekend. They'll be out there before the Georgia-Oregon game in between Centennial Olympic Park and the stadium. You'll be able to smell them if you're around. They'll also be there again on Monday night for the Georgia Tech-Clemson game. Rectech.com. Follow them at Rectech underscore official on Twitter and Instagram. And sign up for this giveaway, people. It'll be live for about two and a half weeks. Puntandpass.com backslash contact. Follow us as well at Drew Butler, at From Jake, at Punt and Pass, puntandpass.com for all things college football. Jake, anything on the way out, my man? Man, no, I'm ready for uh, day two of school. Let's go. Day two of school. (laughs) Welcome back, Jake From. Any (laughs) autograph requests, you have to let us know. Um, and then again, if a professor wants to jump on, dude, get him on here. We will help you. That'd be awesome. Anyway. Get Dr. Netter on here. He'd love that. I like that. that. Shout out, Dr. Netter. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. 
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 